Hey guys, what's up? It's Dribble. I just wanted to take a second and thank our sponsor, Dobby, for sponsoring us and giving us the opportunity to be sponsored. Um, there will be a link in the description of the video. Feel free to go to that link, check out their stuff, their, their gear, their subs, and all that fun stuff. Go check it out. Um, use the promo code Kodak Rage. It'll be in the it'll be in the description as well. Um, it helps us out a lot, and it helps us get our name out there. So thank you guys so much. Thank you, Dobby. Enjoy the video. Welcome back once again, everyone, to the Off the Gridiron podcast with Cheese and Darth, where we talk about sports. We talk about everything from uh, football, baseball, basketball, college sports, and we are live from good old Rocky Top, Tennessee, where uh, this past weekend the Tennessee Volunteers shocked the world and one is could be considered the greatest game of all time in college football history. Um, I'm uh, I'm Darth. My partner to the right of me is Cheese. Cheese, how you doing, man? Pretty good, since you know your Vols won. Oh yeah, but my Seattle won too. Well, your Seattle won, but I'll take my balls win. Yeah, yours is more important in ways, but mine was just like, we needed it. <laughs> I mean, dude, you guys winning that game was actually really big for you because, I mean, that's that's a tough division right now. But yeah, yeah that's a tough division to win right now. Yeah, it is because the way of a backup ass. But, like, for you guys, you haven't beaten Nick Saban in Alabama for 15 years. We've never beaten Nick Saban as that Alabama coach. Yeah, never for fifteen years, fifteen and oh, he's on you guys, mm -hmm. and now you finally beat him with that fucking inches of a field goal made, dude. That whole game, man, roller coaster ride. I've never thought that I would enjoy <laughs> because he, he with that fumble in the interception. Uh, the the Not fumble the, was oh, a sickening God. feeling. That was the drop. That was the big drop. That was like, there's our blow. Yeah, there, there's our blew it. You know, you think like at that point, you see so many people not care. No, dude, that was the point where everyone was just like, "This is what happens every time we play them." And some fuck up shit happens. Some, some, something stupid. We could have beat them a couple years ago with the uh, Jarrett Garantano, and he fumbles the ball right at the goal line, trying to dive in, or because he switches the play to something else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. But, but you guys defeating, you know. Uh, the Jaguars, or not Jaguars, but the ja the Gators for one. Okay, mm -hmm. you guys beat them, and you guys beat the LSU, mm -hmm. and then go out and defeat the number three seed Alabama mm -hmm. to take the number three yep. seed. And don't forget the Pittsburgh team that was ranked at the time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's and and we this might be your year. Two of their quarterbacks, so now they've lost almost every game afterwards. Yeah, this might be your year, but then I'm the reason why I'm paying attention to you guys is because there's a big, yeah, because there is a link to that Seattle Tennessee discussion, the, 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 isn't yeah, there? There is a link to it, and is that uh, what is it, Pete Carroll and uh, Rob Schneider? I think I want to say his name, Rob Schneider. I, I want to say Schneider, but he's not. He's <laughs> the actor. Okay, I get it. Whatever that guy's name is, um. He said, and they both said, that they are looking for a quarterback in the draft. Mm -hmm. And they're definitely looking at one person, and that is Mr. Hooker. Oh, yeah. What, what a hooker. Well, you know, I think, honestly, his game could. I see a lot of him for Seattle because he is a runner. And he does run smart with the ball to a point. 
He throws deep balls like a motherfucker. Well, he's not going to be able to take the hits that he takes in college. That's Yeah, that's the problem. Is that he won't take the hits in, in the NFL. Yeah. But that's when he's going to sh- strengthen him to be a field general onto, you know, expanding the play. Mm-hmm. And that's I think that's what he's going to do. Uh, Wilson was the same way. I see a lot of Wilson in him, uh-huh. but I also see a lot of, um, what should I say? What's his name? What's his name? I want to name him right. I, I could tell you who I think he looks like, and it kind of scares me in ways because if the guy didn't have injury problems, he probably could have been a really good quarterback. Can you talk about RG3? Huh. I'm talking about Tyrod Taylor. Oh, yeah, Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, he reminds maybe. me of Tyrod Taylor in ways. Yeah, he does. I don't I, know. Give him that. I will say him going to Seattle would probably be the best solution for him if he was to get drafted because I think Pete Carroll would be able to take the game style that Hendon Hooker has and apply it to the NFL. Um, I think a lot of the reason why Hendon Hooker is a good quarterback is because he is a system quarterback mm-hmm. running Josh Heupel's system and it just clicks for him. Um, I mean, you get he's a six-year senior, so he does have that one extra year because you do have uh, that COVID year where guys were able to get you know one-year extension. Yeah. Um, played in the ACC uh, with Virginia Tech when Dabo Sweeney was winning championships at Clemson, so he has gone up against championship teams before. Uh, he's gone up against uh, Nick Saban now two years in a row. He was knocked out of the game uh, last year, uh, so he didn't played that whole game, but when he was playing in the third quarter, they were only down by like seven points. Well, yeah, he had that lead um, in the first half. It was it was good mm-hmm. for for Hooker. Like it showed what he could do. But and not even he, just him. If I would, I don't think his stock just went up. I think someone else's stock went up, and that was Jalen Hyatt. Dude, Jalen Hyatt with two hundred nine yards with fucking what four touchdowns, six receptions. Five, five touchdowns. T- yeah, five touchdowns, six receptions. Like that's he was a beast. Like he was a beast. And I and another thing that kind of scares me is another person whose stock is going up is Josh Heupel. And people talk about how they think Josh Heupel could have um you know a chance of being talked to by Oklahoma to where they want to try and persuade him to go there. His offense can, you know, work the way it does and go into the NFL. Dude, I mean, it's unstoppable. I, I mean, you've seen the offensive like plays. Like Jalen Hyatt is wide open on these plays whenever they see something move. Like he knows exactly. Hey, these you know slants right here. We're slanting. We're slanting. We're slanting. Now we see they're in this coverage. All right, don't slant. Go up. And that's why I see a lot of that in Seattle right now. It, there is a lot of that right now, and so I think Pete Carroll could make that. You know play out i really hope but then again it always it really matters if pete girl's gonna continue well, he's man. got two more years and this is one year and next year he could possibly sign another contract but he is the oldest man in the nfl uh, the oldest coach in the nfl right now i mean everything works out when you get the quarterback you want in the draft that's true that's true we'll see, we'll see if we continue the game plan well, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Either way, it's fuck. It was an interesting week for fucking the balls, Tennessee yeah. over here. For uh, our fan bases, yeah, it was interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. And then hearing all the complaints afterwards, we'll discuss, oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that more in the uh, in, in his little darts corner because that shit is funny when we when we discuss that. Um, but we're gonna discuss week six right now. 
uh, recap, which is a, mm-hmm. you know Thursday night game. We had the Commanders facing the Bears. Yep. Every fucking prime time has been so fucking boring. Oh, it's lame. I'm, I think they put lame games on Amazon Prime for a reason. <laughs> yeah, so they don't get. They don't have that contract with them next year. Dude, I really hope they don't do it because a lot of people are missing out. Oh on, yeah, on the games. Their views went down. Yeah, they didn't realize how many people really don't have Amazon Prime. Yeah, and will not pay for Amazon Prime to watch the game, especially if they're going to be games like this. Yeah, especially if they're games like I mean, this. Like, I get it if like. You know, certain games were, like, some of these teams are undefeated, but these are low-rank-ass teams. Yeah, and, you know, Commanders only scored 12 points in the game. They had kickoff field goals, and they still won. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, come on. <laughs> it makes sense. It's, it's just, it's terrible. It was just a terrible game. Um, We're not even going to discuss anything in that fucking game because no. it, it was just straight up... Just well, we'll discuss one thing about that game, and uh, Carson Wentz is injured, be out four to six weeks, and so expect uh, Heineke to be starter for the coming up uh, schedule. Oh, is Heineke going to come back into Heineke's it now? Heineke's going to come back into uh... it. So that might actually show a little bit for uh, Washington <laughs> in the sense of uh, comfortability with him having run the offense a little bit last year and uh, throwing balls to the same guys that he thrown to last year and whatnot, so... We'll see what happens. I know you did something stupid last year. I really want to name Yeah, him. he played against the Cowboys and got wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. You're so happy with it. All right, so then we're going to discuss the... Uh, so that was Thursday night game. Commanders won 12-7. Uh, yeah. Um, and the next time I want to discuss, I might as well take it out of the way, uh, is uh, Seattle. You know, <laughs> hell yeah. Defeated the Cardinals, mm-hmm. division rivals. It was mm-hmm. 19-9. And one person in there that blew up more than anybody was fucking Walker. Dude, Walker was running hard, man. You got to like the way he runs. He played better than Penny on his first games of a starter. He played better when he was just coming in and out of the games. I think they were kind of waiting on him to start playing, honestly. I think they were kind of waiting for him to come out of his shell, get comfortable with the offense, understand what's going on. But yeah, he's the guy during the offseason that people said after the draft that, was kind of the steal in the draft because you guys got a really good running back. Oh yeah, and I think he's gonna be very useful. And now I'm I'm very happy. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you're I sad. Stays, yeah, I hope he was stays like that because I really had hope for Penny. Penny had a really good runs, but then when I saw him had taking over, taking the team on his shoulders on his first full game, he succeeded. Yeah, and brought a touchdown. His Thanks. first NFL touchdown. Thing with Penny is, if he wasn't injured all the fucking time, he would be. Again. <laughs> That's why I feel like he's a bust. That's why I feel like more now since he got injured again, he's gonna be out for. He's a he's a two back. Yeah, he's a number two back. You put yep. him out there for third downs. Yeah, put him out there, have him take some uh, snaps for when the main guy's tired and some short down distances if you need to. Exactly. If he can, and he and he plays well like that, you have a good mm-hmm. running back one two combo. Oh yeah. Um, but it was a good game. No, Geno Smith did all right. You know, Kyle Murray looked like he was, like he was, but Seattle's defense shut them down. I mean, Wallen had an interception. That's his fourth interception this season, and that's a rookie. Mm-hmm. Doing like, really good, dude. What a steal on that! I like know. we're having our draft picks are starting to really come out. You're, you were starting to smile a little bit this no, season. I'm, I like it. I'm smiling more <laughs> because our draft picks. I thought our draft picks were bullshit because. It's so you hard. You just to hated tell. that Russ left. I I did. I just that was one killer. But now I'm seeing the picture here. Yeah, right. And we're three and three. And Russ Denver is two is is uh two and three. 
So, no, uh, two, no, they're three and two, three. No, no, they or lost. Denver. Oh no, Denver's, Denver's two, two and four. Yeah, two and four now, and uh, our draft pick for them is kind of going a little high, and I like that. And you know, you add in that running back, you add in DK, you add in if we still a veteran Lockett, if you still hold on to him. I think um, like we're still gonna hold on to Lockett because I feel like Lockett now is becoming that 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 actual player that won't leave. But you end up getting a Hendon Hooker in there, dude. Right? And, and here's the thing: and, and Hooker has an actual weapons. You don't put him into an offense that doesn't have no weapons. You already you already put him in the offense with deep ball players. With DK plays mm-hmm. just like Jalen, mm-hmm. and then you also had. Ty Lockett that played almost the same way that you see him in college. Yeah. Doing those deep routes. Now, here's the thing, though. Even if you don't get, like, Hendon Hooker, looking at the way the Heisman uh, race is this year, you still got Bryce Young. You still got C.J. Stroud. I, I feel more comfortable. I mean, you've got an Ohio State quarterback and an Alabama quarterback. And you've seen how the Alabama quarterbacks have been. Yeah, not that really good. They've been pretty decent. Jalen Hurts is undefeated right now. Yeah, second season. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, but like, I don't want an Alabama quarterback. Anyway, I'm just saying. I don't want an Alabama quarterback. It's been pretty good. I'd rather feel better with a Tennessee quarterback. Before Tua got his brains rattled, he was doing all right. (laughs) He got his brains rattled. That is so true. Um, but yes, yeah, I got uh, that. Yeah, I hope we get it. I really hope we get Hooker. I really hope they get a good pick. But these picks that we got in this year, they're performing fucking well. Yeah, even our offensive line that we picked are performing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling like if we defenses look good too. Defenses look fast. You know what name I haven't heard in a long time? What? Ja- John Jamal Adams because he's injured for the I season. Know. Fucking again, dude! What a waste! I know, what a waste of our picks. But guess what? We still we still got you know picks what? back. You know what's funny? You want to know something funny? You want to know why I think you like the Jets so much? Because we took them from them. Because those are the freaking picks that you all gave to them for Adams. <laughs> and we and look at them now. Look at them now. Imagine I if know. we got some of those picks. I know, dude. Imagine Sauce Gardner on there. Oh my god! And then you hear Garrett what fu- Wilson. Well, did you DK. hear what fucking Sherman said on the, uh, on his podcast about fucking Sauce? Uh uh-uh. uh He talked mad good shit about Sauce. I mean, he said he's best he ever seen. And that's coming from another CB that's the best. That's coming from him, which he's a big talker anyway. Yeah, so but him, he's a, he him can, being humble and saying that is but he's like, cool. But he's like Dion though, too. You know, he can he can talk mad shit, but you know, he can back it up too. I think Dion a little bit different. Yeah, but like well, I'm not I'm not saying who's greater, okay? We all know who's the greatest, okay? But like attitude wise, seeing Sherman doing that and then talking mad good shit about him and actually Putting his name out there, especially mm-hmm. after the Packer game, he has. And I think I think what three interceptions so far. Mm, think so. Yeah, and then he mentioned, but he was also hurt. Yeah, but he also mentioned uh, his little meeting, his little interview he had with the mm-hmm. uh, Jets fans, and there was a little kid that said, "My father will take me to get ice cream every time the Jets win. How many how many ice creams would I have to go? How many how many ice creams would I get?" So I said, "Oh, it's gonna take you to a lot." After that interview, he won the game that uh-huh. that weekend and screamed at the camera. Go get, don't go tell your dad to get ice cream. It's time to get ice cream. <laughs> it's fucking great. Sherman talked really good shit about him, and I seeing Sauce right now is just amazing. I like that's him. cool. 
I, I enjoyed the shit out of that. And then we kind of just went ahead and jumped down into a Jets conversation. Yeah, we did. You we just did. want to go ahead and get their game talked about? Yeah, we might as well. We might as well because it defeated my, the Cheeseheads and him walking out with the Cheesehead, with the Cheesehead, and everybody call him the Cheese Sauce. Cheese that fucking, Sauce. <laughs> that's awesome as shit to me. I'm like, that is like, that's that's crazy, and I love the Jets are just fucking winning it, man. They defeated uh, Green Bay at Lambeau, 27-10. God, what a good game. Jets are kind of like a feel-good team right now. I like it. I'm cheering on them, dude. This is the Jets here for me. Um, four and two. No one expected the Jets to be here at this point, especially when they didn't even start with uh, Zach Wilson as their starting quarterback at the beginning of the season. They had to go with the veteran Joe Flacco. And he started him like, um, okay in the first two games, three games. Brought him but... back in that uh, Browns game. Browns had that big lead. Yep, yep. But then you have to think about this, though. Like, Brees Hall. Oh, dude. Grace Hall, 116 yards, a touchdown, 20 carries. He's helping me out a oh, lot. He's been helping you out. And Aaron Rodgers has literally no more weapons that are trustworthy he's... for him because guess who got injured during that game? Who? Randall Cobb. Well, you know, on he's, the carts. he's and like he, 50 years old. He so. looked down crying, and I instantly knew he's done. Yeah. He's done. Aaron Rodgers has uh, tried everything he just about can for his team. Um, he has right now is his tight end. I expect to start seeing him probably at about 7.30 on weekdays uh, doing Jeopardy here soon. Oh, my God, yes. That or he's going to be a, a talk show host or something. I, I could see that here pretty soon because he's just not going to put up with it if the Packers gonna, can't sustain something this oh, year. Yeah. Or he's going to jump on fucking um, Pat McAfee's fucking shit. Could you imagine if he ends up ending the season like a nine and eight record, the Packers? He's not gonna be happy after losing Devontae and all of his weapons. All of his weapons. The only thing you gave him and kept him was a running back that right now is not performing like he's supposed to. No, you you need to do something about that. Yeah, I had put too much. I should have never picked him. I had a feeling I never picked him. I should have never picked him. But Aaron Aaron Jones needs to do something like this whole. He was really good last year. He was really good the year before. Mm-hmm. Now he's slipping. Well, they also have A.J. Dillon now. so Yeah, but you're putting too much faith on him, too, and he I'm, can't do shit. I know, but they're trying to work both of them. Fuck both of them. Get help fucking Aaron Jones Neither one out. of them can get in a rhythm. Because it's kind of like the Cowboys. At least one of your running backs can fucking score, like, well, rush more. Well, then they need to start working him a little bit. Yeah, that's what. See? 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 I know. I've been saying this too. Damn, but yeah, we jumped like two games because of the Packers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so let's go back here. Yeah. Uh, so we had the Falcons uh, face the 49ers. Thank and fucking God the Falcons won. Surprising win, honestly. Yeah, well, it really was. Twenty-eight, fourteen. Mariota accounts for three touchdowns. Yep. And Garoppolo looked good. You know, twenty-nine out of forty-one, three hundred yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, Huntley. Looked really good for the running for uh, Atlanta, mm-hmm. but IKEA. No, you say his name. Ike. I always call him IKEA. I don't know. I know. Just... <laughs> to bring a couch in or something. All of a sudden, <laughs> entertainment center. Um, but he went off, and I, I, I was scared when he scared. Oh, when he did the first touchdown, mm-hmm. I was like, who, "Am I facing somebody this week that has him?" I was scared. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Fuck, he's gonna be that good if he already has a touchdown that quick." But he did a good job. Eighty-three yards, two touchdowns. It was not a bad game. I, I enjoy the shit out of that game. Yeah, that was a good game. Um, really interesting, like I said, that the Falcons were able to come away with a victory against the Niners in that one. Um, 
Marcus Mariota is kind of showing that, you know, he's kind of like Geno Smith. Uh, they try to ride him off, but he ain't right back. Nope. So he's trying to show he's still got something left in the tank and doing a pretty good job for uh, Atlanta. He went through, what, three teams? Yep. Wow. Yep, Tennessee drafted him, and then he went to the Raiders and was behind Derek Carr, and then the Falcons picked him up this year. It's mm. a lot of quarterback moves. This is what scares me because next year it's going to be a lot of quarterbacks picked. I mean, that's the way it is in the era. NFL. You're going to see a whole new era of quarterbacks. You're going to see old ones die, mm -hmm. and then new ones come in. Yeah, it's a little bit different than what we grew up with, where you had a lot of these, you know, legends at the mm -hmm. same time. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember having Aikman, Marino, Elway, Young. I mean, just, God, so many legends all at once. And, you know, and then Peyton and... Brady with Roethlisberger and Rodgers at the same time. I mean, and now Breeze. All, and now they're all gone. Yeah. Well, about to be all gone. Um, well, yeah, Brady needs to be gone. Yeah. Well, speaking of, well, not Brady, but still. Team Patriots. He, to, he still played with was uh, the Patriots. You know, they uh, defeated the Browns 38-15. Uh, mm -hmm. to 15, And Belichick got his uh, little 324th win as, a, as in his career. Yep, which uh, not just his 324th win, but also a win against his uh, former team that he used to coach. You could have called this the Bill Belichick Bowl because he used to coach the Browns before he became the Patriots head coach. Yep. Um, and, man, they just put a whooping on him with a Zappa. With a backup. Okay, so let's see how this here. Okay, hold on. So there's a lot going on with the situation. Have they you heard about it? Well, they don't even know who their starting quarterback is right now. It could be Mac when he comes when he gets healthy, but it could be Zappa too. Well, there's a lot of talk saying uh, around the Patriots camp saying that there's some issues with Mac Jones and they're trying to prove a point to Mac Jones possibly with having this quarterback stay out there and keep winning games. Well, I'm not saying he's the one that's winning the games. This is why I say good defense. Not even say good defense. Not even say that. Good defense, bro. It's one person, one person. Belichick. Off. Yeah. No matter what players he has, he can win a game. He, I mean, he's proven yeah. it. Like if he knows he has a quarterback that can't fucking throw perfect passes. Guess what? We're gonna run the whole game and win. Mm -hmm. and then if like if it's a winner game, fuck passing. We're gonna we're gonna run the game and we're gonna win. You're like, hey, Tom. Uh. We are out of receivers. We got this taxi driver out the street. Can you go throw it to him? Yeah, we'll go win the Super Bowl. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how good of a coach he is. It's crazy how to think about that. Um, but like it's if if there is problems with Mac Jones, what are those problems? That is the question. Is it with Belichick? Is I, it with the whole Patriots like offense line? Is he bossing or questioning too much? I think it might be personality issues, and I don't know if it's exactly with the coach or the team or management or what it is, but from what people have said out of their camp is that um, they were expecting Mac to have taken a little bit more of a step than what he did at the beginning of the season. You know, Zappa's won two games, so that means they went from one and three to three and three, mm -hmm. you know, so back at 500, and, you know, Mac's got the talent, Mac is... A guy that should do it, but you know, does he have the the mindset to step up like Tom Brady did? Mm -hmm. And, and if he doesn't have that, I don't think Bill Belichick wants to waste his time with him. He'd just rather go ahead and get someone else because he wants to win another Super Bowl to prove that he's 
Still better than coach. Tom Brady because yeah. Brady won a Super Bowl afterwards, and he wants to win a Super Bowl now. It's mm-hmm. just that I, without I, Tom, so it, it's not linked that he can only win with Tom. Yeah, it, it, he wants to break that link, and yeah, he might do that. And, and the trade talks are still happening. And sadly to say, you still got two more weeks of trade, and some teams are not performing as they really want to, and that's uh, you know, which oh, the Green Bay Packers. We'll and, talk about trade stuff later. And <laughs> um, I got a really good question on that one. I think I think Aaron Jones, I think Aaron Rodgers might go to the Patriots. You're gonna see Mac Jones go to the. Uh, you think Aaron Rodgers gets traded? And traded? Yes. This season. This season, I can see it definitely. If he doesn't win next next week, if he does not win next week, you're going to hear talks of him bitching about it and then want to go, since now he has no weapons. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Are they going to trade Mac? Oh, yeah. He'll fucking trade Mac. If they're having personal problems, you know how fucking Belichick is. Either you're either going to have a benefit to his trade or you're going to go somewhere worse. What was his dead teams when you said when you sent people they didn't like? He no, sent no, straight no, to the Browns. It's hard to trade a he, quarterback he, midseason, he, though. He sent, he, sent straight, he sent a bunch of players straight to the Browns. At that time, the Browns were fucking terrible. Yeah, but I mean, you think Bill Chess not going to do that? And I think the Pack, Packers right now, middle of the season right yeah. now for a starting quarterback, it's hard to do because you've got a system in place, and you know your quarterback is the main component in that system. But Belichick, don't matter what quarterback it is, he's got his own system. No, you he proven that already. Okay? I know, but so, he's been practicing the whole off season too to be the backup. That, that's fine. That's fine. But you're bringing in a veteran and not let him play for one game, let him get the use of everybody. He's like, gonna and then Aaron Rodgers being that smart enough to know, come like on. he's you know you get six seven games in, you've got lingo for certain audibles. You know he goes out there and says you know Red River Red River Run or whatever like that for a certain thing, or he says you know cheese ball cheese ball cheese ball because he's a Packer. Or whatever, and that means something. And they're all just saying they're like, "What the fuck's this guy saying?" No, he, he doesn't. You don't see it. Well, I'm just saying, like Peyton Manning. Imagine Peyton Manning goes somewhere, Omaha, Omaha. He goes somewhere else for another game, Omaha. Those guys that he's not practiced with are gonna be like, "Dude, that's cool." That's what you can. But what is it? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that I I feel like that is a better place because you know how Aaron Rodgers. Aaron it would Rogers be. Is. I think next season. I don't think during season, but next season. Well, next season, I can definitely see it happen. But next season for sure. For these trades right now, that's coming up soon. You only got two more weeks left till deadline. There's other people I'm thinking of. I want to hear this. I want to hear this later. All right. So then, uh, the next thing we got to talk about is the Colts facing the Jags. Colts defeated the Jags, 34-27. Matt Ryan played a fucking unbelievable game, his best game of the season. Mm -hmm. Uh, with uh, what is it? 389 yards, three touchdowns. He threw fifty fucking eight times. Um, yeah, man, the Jags almost got it, but I'm telling you this: guess who's not performing? But guess who is? Okay. Um, Trevor Lawrence. No. To me, he's not performing as well as he should. Well, he. Uh, I, I mean, they he, did all right he, against the Colts. The Colts are not a great team. I'm yeah. just gonna say that the Jaguars are not a great team either. But the, I'm not blaming. The, I'm not even gonna blame the, the quarterback this time because I've seen. Okay, those two of those touchdowns were from two different fucking uh, players on the same tibis, uh, same position. No, oh. oh, that, that's you know, running back. Running back. Yeah, Intian is not performing at all. 
Thing carries eighty six yards. Yeah, but uh, both of the running, both the touchdowns were made by Robinson and the other third string court running back. Yeah, but at the end, I mean, and he's he, also coming back from injury from last year. Uh, can use an excuse in week six. I can use that excuse. Nope. Week three, I get it. Week six, nope. I think let him work. Nope. Let him work. Nope. They put too much work into him. He already knows what he can do. I'm sorry. When Robinson already has more touchdowns and yards than him already? Well, yeah. Robinson is the starter. No, he wasn't. Maybe not for starter. this game, but I'm saying Robinson was the starter at the beginning of the season. Yeah, because he performed better than Indian. To me, I I just feel like there, there's so much fucked up shit right now for who's starting and who's not. But Pittman Jr. did a good job. Wide receiver for Indianapolis coach. You know, 134 mm-hmm. yards, 13 receptions. He did a not bad job. Main target for Matt Ryan. Yep. And Matt Ryan's slinging it almost 60 times. I mean, see how often he can do that in a game. Yeah, that's an old man there. Okay. He's I mean, especially for a team that's got Jonathan Taylor, dude. That's a guy who's a letdown, if I'm being honest. I'm being honest. He's just like a McCaffrey right now, and it's bothering me. Okay, he's just like not a just like not just like, but yeah. No, he's just like well, he's for injury wise mm-hmm. and performing so well, getting higher talked, then goes down. You know uh, that's oh, this what scares me about my running backs. Okay, this what scares about my shit. Because <laughs> now I'm seeing Penny, and Penny's like. He's injured. I know, right? What the fuck? Whatever. Um, but we'll go on to the next game. Uh, Dolphins uh, went down to Miami. Uh, Miami's still without Tua. Uh, and they get the win 24-16. Vikings are 5-1 and one right now. A team that no one's really talking about, if I'm being honest. How did you say that whole thing again? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm... What'd you say? The Vikings went down to Miami. You didn't. And played. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. The no, Vikings went down to Miami with Tua being out. You said the Dolphins it. went down to Miami. Oh, Vikings went down to Miami. Yeah, okay. I was, I was, I was listening to that, and I was like, Well, the Vikings what? went down to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. The Vikings went to Miami. You went to the oceans to see the Dolphins. Um, Tua was out, and Vikings got a win again. Uh, 24-16. Vikings are five and one, and uh, like I said, a team that no one's really talking about. I don't think, um, even though they are the second best team in the league right now, you know, record uh, wise behind the, uh, or at least in the NFC behind uh, the Eagles. Yeah, that's true. And you and know, they, and they got this. They they got the division right now <laughs> by at least two games, and they've already beaten the Packers. Yep. So, so I mean, sad. it's it's, so uh, it's interesting. Dalvin Cook, thirteen carries, seventy-seven yards, a touchdown. Um, Bridgewater did have a good game though. He had 329 yards passing with two touchdowns. Hill 12 receptions, 177 yards. Was so still able to perform. Um, but the defense for the Dolphins just wasn't able to keep Thielen uh, out of the end zone and and keep Justin Jefferson out of the end zone. Kirk Cousins kind of looking like he does as a game manager that you kind of see a veteran become. So Kirk Cousins might be the a guy that. Honestly, you could consider it an MVP race if the Vikings keep on winning like they are. As long as he's not making mistakes to, uh, you know, throw interceptions to the other team and just keep throwing touchdowns and not choke during primetime games like he has. Well, 
you already know how I I have feelings for the Vikings <laughs> right now, and I'm still I still don't think the best choice was. I know, I know, but that's over with now. I can't talk about the catch. We are quit talking about Keenum. To me, I feel like they could have let go of Thielen and kept Diggs, and they would have had the best fucking wide receiver core. Oh, definitely Diggs and uh, Jefferson, but who would have said that they would have been as bad as what they were to have gotten Jefferson? Nah, because they could still get that same pick from Thielen <laughs> because that was still the same year that Thielen and Diggs were fucking just, uh, just you can't destroy them. You can't, you can't beat them at all. And they decided to let go of Diggs instead of Thielen? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think there were some personality issues in the locker room. Yeah, Diggs had to go around with a big dick, I guess, you know. Just oh. like your fucking CB. <laughs> I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can really see that. Um, then we go over to the next game, which would be the Bengals. Uh, went down to New Orleans to go up against the Saints and uh, got a victory. Oh it was a return to New Orleans, Louisiana for Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow knows how to win in Louisiana, and he just continued doing so. He got had a 300 yards passing, three touchdowns. Uh, Jamar Chase caught two of those touchdowns with 132 yards on seven receptions. Uh, Alvin Kamara back for this game. Um, had an okay game, 19 carries, 99 yards, so about five yards per rush. Uh, Andy Dalton going up against his former team. Didn't have a great game, but, you know, had a good enough game to keep it close. Uh, probably one of the better games played over the weekend. Um, so, yeah, Bengals end up getting that win and stay uh, strong in the NFC North competition. Uh, going into the next game, uh, another team in the NFC North. And, you know, it's a surprise, man. Seeing this game. Ravens going up against the Giants. Ravens had a big lead uh, going into the fourth quarter, and the uh, Giants ended up scoring 14 points on them unanswered and ended up uh, winning that one 24-20, and the Giants are sitting right now at 5-1. 5-1. Five and one. Five and one. The New York football Giants are 5-1 and one right now with their record. Dude, the Giants are no fucking joke right now. Like, it's just shocker. It's, uh, it's a big shocker. Dude, Barkley... He's a guy that everyone's talking about outside of uh, Allen and Mahomes right now as being an MVP candidate. I don't know if I would go that far. I think he's definitely changed the way that they play when he's healthy. But Giants surprising teams, and Baltimore's just giving away games at this point. Um, so Baltimore, uh, you know, are they going to be able to pull out? They had a, a good chance to take the lead uh with this game and, and hold the lead uh, in the NFC North, but they just slipped right back down to allow the Bengals to step in. Uh, and thankfully that, you know, the Steelers aren't a, a good team like they used to be, but the Steelers end up winning this week too. Uh, Buccaneers went up to Pittsburgh and uh, first game for Tom Brady up against Kenny Pickett. Only Tom, uh, Tom Brady went up against a rookie. Do you know who that is? Geno Smith. No shit. That's the last time Tom Brady went up against a rookie when Geno was quarterback for the Jets. Well, I, that's fucking insane. Yeah. Here's your little trivia for the day. That is actually a very good th fucking trivia. I just want to, I'm just happy we get to the fucking Buccaneers <laughs> Steelers game because I want to talk some mad shit right now. Well, you go ahead and talk some mad shit. Uh, Kenny Pickett started the game. Trubisky came off the bench and uh, finished the game out for him and... Surprise win for the Steelers against the Buccaneers. Uh, 
Claypool had a touchdown in that game on seven receptions and 96 yards. Tom Brady didn't have a bad game. Uh, he had a touchdown, uh, almost 300 yards, but 25 for 40 passing. You know, not really what you, you know, want to see numbers-wise out of Tom Brady with the type of receivers that he has. Um, but, uh, you know, Mitch Trubisky, I, I heard there were some issues there on the sideline with him and uh, Mike Tomlin. With Trubisky? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I don't think Tomlin wants Trubisky in there. Oh, he does not. I think he was mad Pickett had to come out because I don't think he likes Trubisky. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, but I will understand why Trubisky's upset because, you know, Kenny Pickett took his job, but it proved to him he won the game against Tom Brady, Um, which is another thing I'm actually very happy about. You know, a rookie defeated Tom Brady, which is awesome. You know, fucking amazing. And then mm-hmm. seeing Tom Brady bitching out his offensive line. <laughs> I mean, you can hear him. I didn't leave my fucking wife and kids to deal with this shit and lose against a fucking Kenny Pickett. <laughs> like, what? 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 Like, really? You can tell your offensive line that? And immediately, I'm just like, yep, all day. Yeah, the, all day. I was gonna say, there's also been some issues with Brady. Brady missed a, uh, a team thing. Uh, meeting for uh, Robert Kraft, his former owner, uh, when he played for the Patriots, uh, he had a wedding. Tom Brady showed up there without his wedding ring and partied it up at uh, Robert Kraft's wedding. I don't know what all might have happened there, but, you know, there's some things going on for in Tom Brady's life that's starting to affect his football. Oh, yeah. It's fun going to have that situation happen to him. You know, I... I can't say that, you know, Tom Brady's not a good football player, but right now, you know, might be a good time for him to step away before he ruins himself. I think he was looking for over 100,000 yards passing in his total career. I think that's what he was looking for. You think that's what he was looking for? I think so. Okay. So, I understand he's wanting to get to certain milestones, but you're losing it, man. You're you're, losing it. Yeah, you're losing it. Over a game. Yep. And um, you just put your, he put his personal life into the game. That's what yeah. happened. And he put his, his game into his personal life. You should never do that. I'm sorry. That's, that's what happens. But uh, the next game we got to talk about is the Rams finally getting a fucking good win <laughs> off the pa- uh, Panthers. Well, if they didn't beat the Panthers, then there's something wrong with the Rams. Yeah, but the Panthers almost won that. Like, McCaffrey looked really good. He did, didn't he? Yeah, he he did. He did to me, okay? Okay, I'm sorry, but his receiving and, and re- rushing, he played what he's supposed to do, but he looked. this team looked better than uh, than when the other uh, head coach dealt with it. Um, I will say this, and it's going to be a, a surprise to you maybe, but I don't think Christian McCaffrey's going to make it past the trade deadline. Oh, no, he's going to leave. Yeah, he's fucking all day. He's going to leave. He's gonna Who do you think he goes to? He can go to De- he can go to Denver, but you ain't gonna get much with Denver because they are giving away a lot of their shit. So I think that's out of the question. Chargers could be one of them. Does they still got a lot of picks? Buffalo. Buffalo. I think it's gonna be a team that's gonna try to make a push, like how teams did with um, OBJ last year. They were all trying to make a push to get him. The ones that really you know were trying to you know get to the playoffs and make a big run. 
Uh, and then he went to the Rams, and that's what they did. Uh, that's what Baltimore is kind of hoping to do. I forgot to talk about this. Deshaun Jackson got picked up by Baltimore. Who? Deshaun Jackson. Oh, really? Yep. So he's a Baltimore Raven. I forgot to talk about that during the, our no. review of their game. Yeah. Um, but I think Christian McCaffrey could end up going to Buffalo. Um, Buffalo still wins. Singletary's doing good for them. But I think it's one of those scenarios where if you have McCaffrey and Singletary, you're still running the same offense. Because they're still built the same way. You're still able to throw to Singletary the same way, you know, you could throw to Christian McCaffrey in the offense. So why not just put McCaffrey in there instead of Singletary? You make a good point. You make a good point. But also, uh, would the Panthers really lose that many good people right away? Since they, um, you know, head coach told uh, Anderson to fucking get out of here during, yeah. the, during the game. And yep. then find out he gets traded. Yep, Anderson uh, get told to leave the sideline, go to the locker room, and you can tell he's not very happy with it. He's saying some uh, not nice words as he's walking back to the locker room, and uh, next day he's gone. He's a uh, cardinal. Yeah, cardinal all day for him. So he went from having uh, one former first-round overall, number one overall quarterback in Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma to... The former first round number one overall former quarterback of Oklahoma, Kyler Murray. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know if that's a good situation for him, but it's a better situation than what he was doing with than uh, Carolina. He automatically gets uh, an extra win. <laughs> um, so then we go into uh, one of what a lot of people considered was uh, the premier game. It was a game... Uh, that we had saw last year in the uh, divisional round in the playoffs, which was Buffalo against uh, Kansas City. Do you remember last year in the playoff, Buffalo and Kansas City went into overtime during that playoff game. Kansas City got the ball first. They scored a touchdown. Game over. Josh Allen never got to touch the ball to see if he could score on his possession. Okay. So, a lot of people had issues with that during the playoffs. They come back. Josh Allen... Ends up getting the win for them. I mean, it was a good game. Back and forth, back and forth. Good offense, good defense. Mahomes and uh, Allen both looked really good uh, uh, playing quarterback in that game. I think Mahomes had two interceptions, though, in that one with his two touchdowns. Uh, Diggs had a big game for Buffalo, 10 receptions, 148 yards and a touchdown. And like I said, Singletary is still able to be uh, a factor in the on the team with his 17 carries and 85 yards and had some uh, – Catches on his end, too. And really, I think a lot of it goes to that Bills uh, that Bills defense. And, you know, that's another thing is Von Miller last year did the same thing in his move, you know, going to the Rams. You know, Rams really push to get people. I think the Bills are going to push to get people, man. I think they want to get this Super Bowl. They, they face four straight years of heartbreak. Okay. Yeah, from the overtime, and now the overtime rules are changed. Well, from the '90s where they had Kelly and all them, they faced all those years. They went to the Super Bowl, never won it. They've got probably what you could consider the best fan base, uh, or at least top two or three in the NFL. You know, you see the Bills Mafia all the time jumping through tables. Um, Oh yeah. You know, I think they want to do this for their fans. I think they want it. They've got a really good quarterback who's MVP candidate. Got Diggs, who's playing like he's the best receiver in the league right now. 
I mean, I think that's one of the things they're wanting to do, so watch out McCaffrey coming to Buffalo pretty soon. That's what I think. I can see that. I could possibly almost see him going to the Rams, but, you know, anything can happen. Well, I could see that, too, because the Rams are not happy with Cam Akers. No, they're not. They're not at all. To a point, they might trade him off. Mm -hmm. Just flip-flop. That, I mean, that could be possibility. possibility. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, let's see how it is. Like, the Bills... Bills and Chiefs game was really good. Good job for the Bills. You know, finally beat the Chiefs, but it's not playoffs. It's not It's not that emotion. It's not that, but it was kind of like he got revenge at least. Yeah, well, he still, his revenge is also in the playoffs. That's what it needs. His revenge needs to be, I'm winning the MVP this year, and I'm winning the Super Bowl, and I'm winning Super Bowl MVP. That needs to be his revenge. Good point. I'll because Mahomes that. has an MVP and a Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. All right, so we're going to discuss the, the last football game, the last football game of uh, Sunday night. Yeah, the Sunday night game. Uh, you want to discuss this one? Yeah, we'll go ahead and discuss it because, I mean, there's some good viewpoints on this. Uh, Cowboys lost this game against the Eagles. The Eagles remain undefeated uh, by a score of 26-17. Dallas, you know, they didn't play their best game, but they still played a tough game. It was a really rough second quarter for them. Uh, the really gave the Eagles the jump on them and, you know, held the Eagles scoreless for most of the game. They end up getting that touchdown in uh, the fourth quarter to really seal the deal. Uh, but you, you can't excuse turnovers. Cooper rushed through three interceptions, uh, 38, uh, what is it, 18 for 38 passing, 181 yards and a touchdown. Uh, you're still using Zeke as main running back number one. He had 13 carries, 81 yards and a touchdown, and Lamb, all right game with five receptions, 68 yards, but, you know, those are not good numbers for any of them. They're just okay numbers, and that's how the Cowboys played on offense was just okay. Um, the teams that they have been playing here lately were not great teams on defense, which allowed Cooper Rush to be able to control uh, tempo a little bit easier and, and not go into mistakes. I think they tried opening it up a little bit too much for him in the playbook. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we had talked about that the previous couple uh, episodes of our podcast, and I think now is the time where it is it is time to have him sit down and let Dak come in. There's a couple of uh, games that I think are going to be some good work-in games, and then he gets a uh, bye week before he plays Green Bay. So, in ways, you know, it's sad. We didn't want to lose to the Eagles. We didn't want to... See the Eagles remain undefeated. We won't see them again until Christmas Eve. Um, Cowboys are four and two still. Unfortunately, the Giants won, so that puts the Cowboys at third in the NFC East mm -hmm. uh, with their four and two record. But Cowboys are still uh, in contention. Their defense wasn't bad. Uh, Diggs wasn't very happy with uh, getting burnt by AJ Brown that one play and. Uh, Parsons, I will say this, Parsons had some holding calls that weren't called on him. There were some holding calls against Parsons that weren't called. That's all I'll say about it. <laughs> That's every week. I think that was a little bit of home cooking in Philadelphia. That's oh. all I'm going to say. <laughs> a little home cooking there. But, uh, yeah, they lost that game, so, yeah, we'll get that over with. You can't win them all. Volunteers won, so it kind of softens the blow of that. That's what I was figuring from you. Like you didn't really care about the Cowboys game. If they win or lose, you were just really happy about the Vols game. Oh, I was on cloud nine for that one. So, oh, yeah. yeah. God. Um, um, 
And then we go to uh, the Monday night game, which is another primetime game for the Denver Broncos. Why, we still don't know. Uh, they went down to the Los Angeles Chargers and lost 19-16 in overtime. I love it that they're 2-4 right now. I love it. Well, for draft picks and for, you know, just hatefulness. Just hatefulness and draft <laughs> picks. But right now, so many people are giving Russ shit. You deservedly the, like you see the locker room deservedly when they were walking back into the locker room he was just giving everybody high fives none of them will give him a high five mm-hmm. there was like a max like four or five mm-hmm. but the rest of the people just shaded him out melvin gordon getting benched and being all that fucking guy sucks on the sideline yep. <laughs> like this is bad like you got Judy standing there next to him, like, yeah, he fucking sucks. <laughs> like, do you, you you had Drew Luck right now? I think I think they really want Drew Luck right now. I think I think Sierra might want future back. Now. <laughs> I mean, he's had. You look at the last few games; he's literally had people wide open in front of him that he's not throwing to. Nope. Literally had him wide open that he's just like, uh-uh, I'm not throwing it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, come on, man. What, what's happened to you? Yep, what's going on with your reads? Yeah, because in Seattle, he was reading everybody. And you want to talk about people making like fun of him? All of his former teammates from Seattle were making fun of him. Yep. All of them. Mm-hmm. Sherman said a few words during his little podcast. And, oh. Yeah, oh. yeah, I I saw that. Now yeah, yeah. that was uh, oh. that's what I say. He talks a lot, but he's he's not wrong. He's not wrong, and they're just proving it every day. And I think the Denver Broncos really fucked up. We did a good job. There's either two. There's like there, like I said last week. There's so many ways you can look at this with Denver and Seattle's trade with Russell Wilson. Is that Seattle probably did the better way. Mm-hmm. Of letting him go at the right peak of him not as prime no more, he's done, and get everything back and help and let everybody think he's still good. Or is it the Chargers really that not Chargers, but the Denver Broncos really that bad for head coach? It's a different style. I think the head coaches some of the issue. Uh, there might be some issues with like culture in the locker room. Um, you know, you can't just be a good X's and O's guy. You gotta be a good Jimmy's and Joe's guy. It's kind of coach too you know you gotta be able to be personal mm-hmm. um so i i mean that could be it and then bringing russell wilson in and i mean maybe their personalities just they might you know work well together but they don't work well for the rest of the team or i don't i don't know man it's, it's hard to say with the broncos because looking at it on paper they really shouldn't be this bad but i do believe i did call that the broncos were gonna be the bottom of the afc west at the beginning of the season yeah and I think it's showing out. Oh, yeah. I said I didn't think it'd be that bad, but I think it's showing out. Well, I figured they would be losing to their own division, which they did lose to the Chargers, but I didn't think they'd be losing, you know, these these games the way that they are. I thought, you know, Russell Wilson would be looking a lot better than he is. The show's me way better than Russell Wilson was way better with Seattle. Yeah. He should have never left. Yeah. But guess what? We got picks out of it, and we used those picks very well, mm-hmm. and we got good players out of it, so. And you're still going to end up using picks very well mm-hmm. because you've yep. got a first rounder. Yep. I can't wait to first round pick, dude. I can't wait till like week thir- week 13 is when I find, when I look at the draft order again. Mm-hmm. 
I better see Denver at number one or number two. I swear to God, I better be number one. Oh. Well, you better hope then that they don't win and that the Panthers start winning. Because Panthers right now at one and five, not a very good team. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I, don't know, I, I like having number two. What you do? Or number three, you know. <laughs> as long as the top five picks, I'm fine with that. Because then I can just be like, yes. We're getting somebody. We're getting somebody. And if we flunk two. It's like, the Seahawks select center. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> I'm your center. I'm be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? Out of Iowa. Fucking A. I'll be so pissed. Um, but that was a shitty game. Denver Broncos not looking fucking good at all. Uh, Wilson is just going to. should never sign that contract. He should have never signed. They're that locked contract. in with him, and who's going to trade for him now? The way he's been playing, exactly. That's a lot of money to really trade somebody. That's a that's a cap hit because you just gave that motherfucker two hundred forty three forty seven million dollars in four years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think so. But um, that's uh, that's all the games for this week. We had the buy. Week uh, first one of the season, which was uh, Lions, Titans, Raiders, and Texans. So none of those teams have to worry about losing. No. But none of them got any wins, and some of them needed to have some of those uh, days off this week. So mm-hmm. especially the Raiders, the way that they've been looking. Yeah, really. Yeah, they need Raiders to... and Titans both, I believe, needed it the most right now. Mm-hmm. No, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Um, so that was the end of week six. That was the end of week six, which uh, goes into our pickums. I know you're eagerly uh, looking at the book for that. You're like, oh, that's the end of our week. Let's let's see who won all the picks. I definitely won all the picks because come not on, all of the, them. The Jets. The not Jets. all of the them. Jets. The Jets is the one I really matter the most because I really thought the Packers are gonna take that win and just like, oh, fuck. But nah, man, nah. I took it. Yeah, you did. I bet you said that more than once. Hey, I'm I'm, um, I'm above 500 though. You are above 500. Um, you went five and one this week. Uh, but I wasn't bad myself. I went four and two. Uh, lost two games, and uh, that puts your record at 20 and 16, and mine at 18 and 18. So I'm back at 500 for the season. So that's a good feeling. Not that's a loser fine. feeling. That's fine. You're at 500. I, I feel like uh, I feel like the Texans and the Colts at the end of week one. Like at least we didn't fucking lose. Yeah, it, like it took us six weeks to just try to get over 500. I know, dude. It's been rough. Um, you end up getting the Thursday night game right with Washington. Uh, you also got the uh, game with the Jets and Green Bay. I didn't think Aaron Rodgers would lose to them. Uh, but you got that game correct. We both got Seattle Boston. versus Arizona. We both got Philadelphia and Dallas. Uh, the one game I got over you was Buffalo against Kansas City. And uh, we both got the Chargers over uh, the Broncos on the Monday night game. So because yeah, we're not a fucking idiot and oh, choose the no. Denver. <laughs> no. No, but, you know, I kind of felt like I was uh, not being an idiot and choosing Green Bay, and then look what that did to me. And I thought that Washington would... I mean, four field goals, woohoo, but your four field goals is better than Chicago's one touchdown. Ridiculous, I swear. Bill, pick a different team. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening, Bill, pick a different team. So now we're going into the week seven matchup pick'ems, and then uh, 
Yeah, yeah week we seven, man. Yeah, we got week seven. This is already, dude. Our, we'll uh, we'll run through the whole schedule here real quick and then tell you the games we've picked. Um, Obviously, Thursday night is uh, New Orleans at Arizona. And then uh, going into Sunday games. Oh, let's go in order. You just want to do this? Yeah, we'll just like, no, no, no. We'll just go Throw in there and then but, talk. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do that because it's much easier. Because right. I think the folks already have like, you know, an hour of our bullshit for week one, for week six. Okay. Fine. <laughs> um, well, then uh, New Orleans and Arizona. What do you, uh, what do you think about that game? New Orleans going to Arizona. I think I had a good game against uh, Cincinnati. You guys end up destroying them. They're gonna, Arizona, they want to. So. They definitely want to munch back out of there, but guess who comes back this week? Who? Hopkins. Hopkins. Hopkins comes back this week, so you're gonna have his wide receiver back. Is it gonna make a difference? Mm. We'll see. But they also did retrieve Robert Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. since uh, Hollywood Brown's out. Yep. So I'm gonna say. It's going to be a tough game because you got New Orleans. Their defense is really good. They're stacked. It's just that offensive line, that defensive line really needs to be rushy with Arizona with fucking mm-hmm. Kyle Murray running like a fucking toddler. Um, I don't know. It's going to be a close game. I know that for sure. But it's a primetime game. So it's going to be a low-scoring game. Okay. So yeah, back and forth, investing. One, two, three. Uh, yeah, I guess so. So, uh, all right. And the teams now. The teams, not, not the city. The teams, okay? Okay. All right. One, One two, two, three, three Saints. Saints. We have to do this because two weeks ago we ended up having like every fucking game yeah, at the same time. Yeah, we picked each game the same. Yeah, it was our, it was our little own bye week or mm-hmm. some shit. It was weird. Um, the next game. Oh no, I'm not gonna say that. Uh, so Sunday games, we got Atlanta facing the Bengals, which is gonna be a good game. One o'clock game at Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati's gonna definitely win that one. I think Cincinnati does too, but Atlanta's playing pretty good. Yeah, I didn't think they would have beat Sam Fran. Yeah, that's true. Uh, then we got the uh, Detroit Lions facing Dallas in Texas. So mm-hmm. uh, this, this will is, be one of our pick'em games. Yeah, this is one of the pick'em games. So one o'clock games. So uh, well, we got two Seattle. Last week we had our own bullshit Seattle one. Why is it the only best games we got? I mean, look at kinda it. actually. That's what I'm saying. Kinda actually, that's really. That's what I'm sad. saying, that dude. That's a sad week for football. I told you it's not a great week. I mean, every because all the good people are on by. <laughs> Fucking, you got Buffalo on by, Los Angeles on by, Minnesota on by, Philadelphia. Literally, the top five fucking teams <laughs> are all a by. Top okay. four. Top four. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's a little crazy. Um, but yet yeah, fucked up. Detroit at Dallas. You've got a. Uh, uh, Dallas coming off of their loss to Philadelphia in the Sunday night game. Detroit had the bye week, uh, so they had a full week to prepare against Dallas. Dallas gets Dak Prescott back uh, in this game. So uh, we'll see what happens in that one. I have no faith in Detroit. And Ray, at this point, I'm I'm going to say, I'm going to let you know I'm picking Dallas. Okay, I'm picking Detroit. No, I can't pick I know. That's why I'm just letting you know on this one. Yeah. But this one. Okay. So we want. So we got done with Dallas. Okay. So we got Indianapolis facing the Tennessee Titans, <laughs> um, in Nashville. It's gonna be a good game, but I think mm-hmm. Tennessee's gonna run all over them. Tennessee had a bye week. Yep. Tennessee's got a bye week, so they're gonna be nice and loaded up. Uh, Green Bay facing Washington. 
in Washington, and well, at Washington, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it's not at Washington, but still, it don't matter. Um, well, Washington D.C. Yeah, that's why it's land over Maryland. I gotta go back to school, or <laughs> I, I, just, I gotta figure out if I remember that or not. Because that's weird. That's weird to throw me off for a minute. Like if you ever look at something for a for long ass time, but you know you discussed it in school. Yeah. But then you're looking at it now, it's like. I don't remember that. Dude, I didn't realize that Washington was in, in Washington State until I was in, like, sixth grade. And I'd watch football and played, you know, football games my entire life. And I was like, oh, it's in Washington, D.C.? I thought Washington, D.C. was in Washington State. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I don't like blame how does that make sense? I, I don't blame I don't Yeah, blame there, there's there's a little reveal right there. Y'all know a little bit about me personally now. Yeah, it's like if Kansas City <laughs> was in Kansas. Like, you know... <laughs> Just super shit like that. Um, but uh, you got Green Bay might win that one, but without the weapons they have, I think Washington's gonna take this win with a slow win. Haneke's first start. Yep, Haneke's back season. on it, so we'll see. Tampa Bay facing Carolina. Tampa Bay is gonna definitely take this win. Should. Um, and then you have New York facing the, the Jacks. Just you know, Jaguars. New York's gonna take that one. I feel like. Yeah, New York Giants. Oh, uh, Baltimore facing. Wait a minute. Just make sure I don't go too fast. No, you're good. Um, so Cleveland facing Baltimore, big big rival game, big fucking rival game. Um, we'll see who chokes this game away because Cleveland and Baltimore have choked most of their games away this season. Yeah, so. see, Chris Tucker can't finish a game since uh, he missed his field goal last week. Who uh, who has the lead in the third will probably lose the game in the fourth. Yes, that's what <laughs> that's what it is. Um, and then you have the New York Jets facing Denver. Go Jets. Beat the fuck out of them. Yeah, E-T-S, beat the fuck out Jets, of Jets, Jets. Just beat the fuck out of them for free. <laughs> Sauce, I want you to pick off fucking Wilson three times. That's all I want you to do. Yep. Um, and then you got Houston facing Las Vegas. Both teams had a bye last week. Uh, Vegas is going to win this one. And then Vegas we'll get, should win this one. Yeah. And then we're getting to our... Um, our next pick which would be uh, Seattle at the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, still don't know if Keenan Allen's going to play any this season or not. <laughs> so pissed because you hold him on bro 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 <laughs> let me tell you okay <laughs> this week if he does not play i have to let him go if i see him on friday saturday as questionable i may have to make a trade with somebody why don't you make a trade with me I'll give you Wilson for him. Garrett Wilson? No. Russell Wilson. You don't need to use him. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You don't need to use him. Just need your bench spot for just this week and see what happens. And then I'll give you permission to let him go. And I'll give you Keenan Allen back. Keenan Allen will never let go of my bench until you need him. Um, Unless he doesn't play for us this season. I'm sorry I'm letting him go. I mean, if you're doing that, but I have to have a receiver. That's the only thing. I just picked up Dak. You just picked up Dak. Yeah, so I wouldn't lose Josh Allen. Because <laughs> you don't have Josh Allen or Dick's playing this week. I know. This is what's <laughs> killing me. Like, this is the week where I'm like, man, if I really needed them. Fuck you. Cup and Higby's out of my fucking lineup this week. Most of the people's fucking big players are fucking out of There's no one's going to reach 200 this week. No fucking body's reaching 200 at all. Okay. Like, this is terrible games. I don't know. Uh, there could be a couple. We'll see. 
Um, but yeah, we've got Seattle at Los Angeles Chargers. We don't know if Keenan Allen's going to play yet. Seattle uh, got a win last week. Chargers got a win last week. But very um, slow wins, though. They weren't a lot of touchdowns. They were more... Both lead. teams, yeah. Yeah, both teams were... They weren't scoring a lot because of what they were doing. I think you guys actually both scored 19 last week. Yep, we did. Oh. So, um, I'm going to put a lot of faith in Walker. I'm going to put a lot of faith in Geno Smith. Because when you see Geno Smith, you know, when someone's throwing some darts out there, Geno Smith's going to throw some darts out there. He will put out his arm. This might be the game for it. That defense, though, that Los Angeles defense, not performing as well as it's supposed to. This team should be at least a five and one. I would say at least, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it immediately. I don't care if you agree with me or not. I'm going with Seattle. Are you? Because I'm actually not. I'm going with the Chargers. I think this is going to be a little bit of a tougher game for Geno Smith. I want to see how Walker does. If it's not, if there's not going to be a lot of passing because of uh, James Jr., it's fine. Mm-hmm. Walker's going to run all over him. But we don't need Los Angeles to fucking run all over us either, since we have a poor fucking rush defense. I don't like that. So I'm I'm sticking with Seattle. Okay. So. All right, and then the last uh, 4.30 game is Kansas City facing San Francisco. Which is a uh, Super Bowl rematch from a few years ago. Which, uh, yeah, yeah, Kansas City better win this one. Fuck San Francisco. <laughs> I think Kansas City does win this one. Both teams had a loss last week. I think Kansas City's going to win. All right, so then you got the fucking Sunday night game. Yep. You got Pittsburgh with Kenny Pickett. Brand new quarterback. Facing Miami Dolphins. Tua might be able to play this game. Tua might be able to play. They There's cleared him. They cleared him, but guess what? That's the protocols clearing him, not the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the problem. The NFL are still having problems with this concussion situation, even though they fixed the problem. But guess what? That problem is going to be a big problem with other games when you see kind of coaches starting to think like them, be like, you know what? Shove him down. Make sure his head hits the ground. Mm-hmm. They caught that. That had to put them out of the rest. Oh, of the they, game. they, they can't say shit like that. You know that now. Bounty gate. No way. Can't say stuff like that anymore. It's gonna happen. You watched the Kevin James movie. I did. Watch <laughs> the movie, like that's paying players to do something. This is just telling them, hey, just make sure his head hits the ground. Don't matter. Hard, easy. Don't matter. Just make sure it's just his head. We'll see. I'd say the first time someone touches to it, that uh, there's going to be a flag. Oh, dude, yeah. They're going to treat him like Tom Brady. You better get the pillow and blanket out, mm-hmm. baby. You better put the pillow and blanket out. Yep. Because it's going to be just flag city with with sacks nowadays, especially when people are calling out the fucking Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers and and um, Mahomes situation mm-hmm. from their fucking sacks. So, yep. Referees are referees are always a big problem to games. I mean Still, that's all games, so yeah. But you, there's nothing you really can fix it unless you get a lot of cameras out there and you have more people watching games on site. Just don't let go. Mm-hmm. Make sure it's extra clean, not clean. It's just hectic. Yeah, it's just hectic. But uh, for this Pittsburgh and Miami game, I don't know yet. I actually don't know about this one. All right. Well, I think we just need to do the one, two, three on this one. Okay. Do you have any info on this game? Do I have any info on this game? Um, I think it's uh, a different game, depending on who's playing quarterback for Miami. I do expect Tua to play. 
Kenny Pickett's acting like a Ben Rossenberger because he did win his first game as a starter. Kenny Pickett is uh, he's a guy who's got some some fire to him. A, a Pittsburgh kid grew up in Pittsburgh, went to Pittsburgh University, got drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's gonna have fire for that team. That's one thing I like about it. He's gonna have fire for that team no matter what. Yeah, you know that's his hometown team. Um, I don't know. Um, I think I just think we just need to do one, two, three. All right, all right. teams, teams. Okay. All right. I gotta check myself too because I'm somehow gonna say Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't know why, but whatever. We're ready. All right, one, one two, two, three. Steelers. I'm so, I'm gonna say Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So we got three games yep. so far that we think different of. Three out of four. We'll see about this last one. This one's going to be an easy one. Uh, so this Monday night game is uh, pretty easy. So we got the Chicago Bears facing New England Patriots with Belichick. Listen, everybody, it's October. Um, if you guys have anything to do this weekend, at night, you know, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night, you know, trick-or-treating, all that stuff. Won't you go ahead and do that with your family because these are not good games. You've got Chicago at New England uh, for the Monday night game this week. So don't expect to see a lot of action from from this game. New England will probably be the team that scores more than anybody else. Uh, Chicago's just not a very good team right now. So um, I, I expect Belichick to move into uh, – Sole position of second place with this victory. Uh, he's got a chance to become the guy who has the second most wins in coaching history. So, for me, uh, I just I don't, I don't think Chicago is going to be uh, be the team that can really show anything this year that shows any sort of uh, playoff uh, potential. Their quarterback position is. Okay, people expect a lot more out of Justin Fields than what he's actually really shown. Um, and then you're also looking at how he has no weapons as well. So for for me looking at it, New England's the, the team to pick, really, and there's just uh, no way to get around that. Um, so, yeah, if you guys are uh, doing anything for uh, Halloween this uh this year, you might want to go ahead and schedule your uh, primetime games to to go ahead and skip because New Orleans at Arizona, Pittsburgh at Miami, and Chicago at New England. I just don't think that either uh, or any of those games are worth uh, missing out on doing something fun with the family. Um, your Sunday afternoon games will be pretty good. Uh, so if you watch Red Zone, you, you'll have a pretty good time watching that. But your, all your primetime games, I just wouldn't expect too much out of. Um so yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking in terms of how Chicago's just not really that great of a team, and how New England has got a better coach. So, I mean, if if you got any other opinion than than that, what do you, what do you think, Cheese? It's, dude, it's fucking whatever, bro. It's fucking Patriots. I don't even fuck about anything. I'm picking the Patriots on this one. Bill check. Me too. Me too. We're definitely doing the same thing. Yeah. So. uh... And then the bye weeks are in Buffalo, Los Angeles, Minnesota, and the and the Eagles. Yeah, they're the best teams in the, the league right now, it looks like. <laughs> Four best teams on the fucking bye on the same week. That's so fucked up. So, uh, yeah, you'll end up losing uh, 
losing a lot of sleep on these games if uh if you're really you gotta lose a lot of sleep or you're gonna gain a lot of sleep because you're gonna lose a lot of sleep because you're not gonna be watching these games you're gonna end up going out and doing all your halloween stuff <laughs> yeah that's what's gonna happen <laughs> this is your halloween weekend folks yep technically it is yeah well the next weekend actually technically is but yeah because exactly. there'll be a halloween monday nighter that's right that's right that's mm-hmm. right i wonder who's gonna be in that game i wonder who is gonna be the halloween nighter i believe it's halloween monday nighter yep cincinnati oh. cleveland oh the orange teams yeah seriously orange and black and facing orange and black mm-hmm. white. that's fucking that's crazy there's, i wonder there's only two there's only two that week. That's nice. Oh, I know why. Oh, London, London. game. Okay. We have a London game again. Uh, so next week we have something to look forward to talk about, which is another London game. Yeah, sweet. We don't have Where... to watch Denver lose. We can just still go to sleep and wake up at noon. Yeah, games. you all don't have to worry about watching the London game because it's going to be a, a Denver-Jacksonville game. <laughs> who cares about who wins that game? So, uh, yeah, that's our uh, week uh, seven preview. Uh we both went opposite on Detroit, Dallas, Seattle, uh, Chargers, and Pittsburgh, Miami games. With you picking Detroit, me picking Dallas, you picking Seattle, me picking the Chargers, and you picking Pittsburgh, and me picking Miami. And we both agreed on New Orleans, Arizona, with New Orleans winning, and Chicago, New England, with New England winning. So, yep. hopefully, you get uh, at least two, if not all. Well, no, I just want you to get two of them wrong. You can get the Dallas one right. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't want Cowboys to lose, but I can't pick them. I think Cowboys could win this game. It sh- that should be a good win for them. Watch, watch, fucking Lions just watch. straight up forty six points on. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm thinking. So that's you know, another thing. If I lose, you know, the Cowboys lose, at least I will win and beat you on this. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, that one. But that's pretty much it for week seven. That's it for week seven. So we give you the week six recap, week seven uh, review, and then uh, now we're gonna have to we're gonna do a little jump here since we already give you guys a lot of our time. Um, we're gonna jump into the MLB playoffs since there's a lot of shit that happened, and I'll tell you this right now. No one expected this for the National League. No one expected this from the National League, like you were saying. Like it's just 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 crazy. So you had. Okay, so do you want to do the National League since technically that's your side and I'll take care of the ALDS? Well, uh, your wild card games were uh, the six-seeded Phillies against the, um, what was it, the three-seeded? The three-seeded Cardinals, yeah. And uh, Phillies beat them. And then the Padres, who were the five-seeded against the four-seeded Mets. And uh, Padres beat them to go into the divisional series. So, you know, it just makes sense that the uh, six-seeded Phillies beat the two-seeded Braves and the five-seeded Padres beat the one-seeded Dodgers to go to the National League Championship Series. I no one really expected this. Dodgers and Braves had really good seasons. Mets had a really good season. Cardinals with poo holes and everything kind of looked like they were having one of those um, sort of type miracle seasons in a way or uh, destiny seasons. But Padres and Phillies just shut that shit up. Yeah. And now it's uh, up to them to see who goes to the World Series. Yep, that's great. That's crazy how that goes because they're number one, number two, and that's out just mm-hmm. like that. When on the on the uh, on the American side, you had the wild card games of the Blue Jays facing the Mariners and the Guardians facing the Rays. Guardians and Mariners defeated them, so you had the Yankees facing the uh, Guardians. 
Yankees said, shut that up. Almost lost, though. Almost lost. Because it was a 3-2 series, and they almost fucking lost. And then you had the Astros facing the Mariners, and Astros won that with a sweep. Okay, mm-hmm. it was a straight-up sweep. Um, And then now you have the Astros, number one, facing the Yankees, number two. So you have the very last seeds of the, the national, national side, five, six and five. Go against the top seeds in the American League. That's crazy. Yeah, like, that's fucking nuts. And I'm and now our choices are gone, but except one, and that is the Yankees. We're still choosing yep. the Yankees to go all the way through. I mean, Yankees look like the team that was going to do it. They still could. Um, I'm going to say Padres. I'm going to say the Padres and Yankees, and the Yankees are going to win. But I don't see the Pedro, uh, Padres fucking literally defeating two number one, two number one teams, or least two top seed teams. I see the Phillies going, man. Harper, Schwarber, they've been playing the lights out, man. If Harper plays another great series, man. Yeah, Philly, Phillies might go up there. But it don't matter who's going to face the Yankees. The Yankees are going to shut them out with a bunch of home runs. I think Yankees versus Phillies. I think Yankees win. There you go. All right, so I got Padres and you got Phillies. We got to take a bet on this one since we got opposite. What are we gonna do? Then either one of them's our team. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. You and me still choose the Amer- uh We still choose the Yankees and the Braves to go. You and me both picked the fucking Braves and Yankees to go. And the only thing we have right is the Yankees so far. I mean, one out of two ain't bad. Yeah, <laughs> That's what Meatloaf said. <laughs> Some bitch, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely say Yankees. The Yankees are gonna win it all the way. So yeah, me too. So make sure you guys watch those games. The games are on. Uh, got the Astros facing Yankees. They uh, start today at seven thirty today. Um, and then you have uh, the Phillies facing the Padres. Phillies are already up one zero. Yep, already up one zero. So. That's crazy. That is crazy, man. Um, yeah, if you're watching it, make sure to watch for uh, Houston Astros to uh, use play signals <laughs> like they did to win the World Series against the Yankees, uh, or to go to the World Series against the Yankees few years back. Yeah, I can imagine seeing that. But then, um, we got one more thing to discuss now, and that is the dark side. Since now, Jesus side, it's not a lot of shit going on right now. I looked and. This is the same, basically the same shit from last week. I mean, your fantasy you kind of look to see, you know, just certain players that yeah, cause trending we, up and trending down right now. Yeah, we discussed no. most of the injuries and who's starting, who's not. So that's basically helps you guys out mm-hmm. fantasy wise. But um, for Darcy's corner, dun dun dun. I don't. I was going somewhere else with that, and it didn't work. That didn't sound like Star Wars. That sounded like it belonged in Spaceballs. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> Spaceball is the movie. Exactly. So I'm like, yep. Um, the North Side. All right. So uh, to get into uh, our college football talk, we're going to talk about the uh, top 25, and we'll get with those teams who dropped out. Kansas, who uh, had started off strong, has dropped off now out of the top 25 at number 19. Uh, James Madison, who got their first appearance in uh, the top 25, also lost in their first appearance in the top 25. Uh, so they dropped out. Uh Coming in ranked at number 25, previously unranked, is the Tulane Green Wave at 6-1 and one, uh, with a 45-31 win over South Florida, and they play Memphis next Saturday. 
uh, ranked number 24, Memphis State or Mississippi State Bulldogs, uh, previously ranked number 16, lost to Kentucky, uh, 27 to 17. Uh, Mississippi State doesn't look like they're going to be able to bounce back from their loss as their next game is against Alabama this coming up Saturday at 7 p.m. Um, NC State Wolfpack, 5 and 2, previous ranking was 15. They are ranked number 23 now. They lost to number 18 Syracuse, who is still undefeated uh, by a score of 24 to 9. And they play uh, Virginia Tech Thursday, October 27th, as their next game. Um, North Carolina Tar Heels, previously unranked, uh, got a win against Duke. Uh, that's you know what you like to hear in basketball. Uh, some fans do, uh, but they got the win in football, 38-35. Um, when they go up against Pitt next Saturday, uh, or not next Saturday, but the Saturday, October 29th is when they play next uh, with a bye week. Uh, Cincinnati Bearcats at 5-1, previous rank was 21. They say the same. Uh, They had a bye week last week, and their next game is against SMU uh, next Saturday. Uh, Texas Longhorns, 5-2. They were previously ranked number 22. They got a win against Iowa State, 24-21. And they play Oklahoma State, who uh, lost last week to TCU, so they're out of their uh, top 10 ranking. And uh, we'll see if Oklahoma State's ready to bounce back against this uh, strong Texas Longhorns team who has – Quentin Ewers at quarterback, and when Quinn Ewers is at uh, quarterback, that Longhorns team is a different team. I'm telling you, man, they could have possibly beat Alabama week one if he would have stayed healthy. Uh, Kentucky Wildcats at number 19, previous rank was number 22. Uh, they won against Mississippi State 27-17. to 17. Uh, Their next game will be Saturday, October 29th at U- uh, University of Tennessee. Uh, that'll be a, a, a dark out game. I already showed... Uh, Geez, that they're going to check her kneeling with orange and black for the October 29th game before Halloween. Um, coming at number 18, the Fighting Illini. They were uh, uh, Fighting Illini of Illinois, I should say. Uh, previous rank was 24. They got a win against Minnesota, 26-14, to and they played Nebraska Saturday, October 29th with a bye week this week. Uh, Kansas State Wildcats, 5-1, uh, had a bye last week, uh, so they stayed at their same ranking as well at number 17. Their next game is TCU, who came off a big win against Oklahoma State last week and are now in the top 10. Um, Penn State Nittany Lions, 5-1, and one, dropped from uh, number 10 to number 16. Uh, the reason for their drop was they lost to number 5 Michigan, 41-17. to 17. Uh, Since the James Franklin era has started at Penn State, they have never beaten a team inside the top 10. Uh, and that continued this past Saturday against Michigan, and their next game will be against Minnesota. Uh, this Saturday. Uh, Number 15, the Utah Utes. They were previously ranked number 20. Now they're ranked number 15. Uh, They got a win against the previously undefeated United uh, University of Southern uh, California Trojans, a 43 to 42 win. Uh, And they play this uh, Thursday, Washington State uh, as their next game. Uh, Syracuse Orange, 6-0, still undefeated. Previous rank was 18. They got a win against NC State, 24-9, to jump up to 14. Uh, They play Clemson this week. If they beat Clemson, I can expect them to go up into the top 10. Um, Clemson, big game this Saturday at noon. Wake Forest, Demon Deacons, previous rank was 14th. Uh, They had a bye this past week, but they went ahead and moved up to number 13 uh, due to uh, uh, Penn State losing their game. It just bumped them up. Uh, Their next game is this Saturday versus Boston College. Uh, USC Trojans lost to Utah, so they went from number 7 to number 12. 
Our next game is Saturday, uh, October 29th against Arizona. Uh, Oklahoma State Cowboys, 5-1. and one. Previous rank is 8. Like I said, they lost to TCU, so uh, looking to bounce back against Texas this Saturday at 3.30. Uh, Oregon Ducks had a bye this past week. They were number 12. Now they are number 10. Um, they had a bye, then they play UCLA Saturday at 3.30, uh, which if they end up beating UCLA, who is the team ahead of them, I can expect them to probably jump up to possibly number 8 or 7. Uh, but UCLA comes in at number nine, six and zero, undefeated. Uh, previous ranking was number eleven. They had a bye, and uh, like I said, this is probably going to be the big game this week, number nine versus number ten. So you all set your uh, TVs to watch Saturday at three thirty for that game. Uh, TCU ranked number thirteen last week, now number eight after beating Oklahoma State. They just switched spots with them. Uh, they got that win in two overtimes, uh, forty three to forty, and now they play Kansas State uh, this Saturday. Ole Miss Rebels, 7-0, big win against Auburn, 48-34 last week. They were previously ranked number 9. Now they are ranked number 7 and play LSU this coming up Saturday at 3.30. At number 6, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Previous ranking was number 3. Uh, they lost last week to uh, what was the then-ranked number 6 Tennessee Volunteers, 52-49, to and look to take their uh, revenge out on Mississippi State this Saturday. Uh, Clemson got a win over Florida State, 34-23. Uh, they moved down the spot, but that is uh, nothing due to them, you know, doing anything bad. It was just, you know, you had a lot of top teams playing each other this past weekend, um, and they could possibly move up again if they were able to be, uh, defeat the Syracuse Orange this Saturday. Uh, number four, Michigan, already talked about they beat number 10 Penn State last week. Penn State had to move down, so that means Michigan get, just keeps moving up when you beat top 10 teams. Uh, but a big game for them this weekend, or not this weekend, but uh, next weekend, because they're they got a bye this week, and their next game will be Saturday, October 29th. They've got a bye week to prepare for a rivalry game as Michigan goes up against Michigan State. You know, anything can happen in that game. The Michigan game. Michigan, Michigan yeah. State. Oh yeah. Anything can happen in that game. And uh, it's versus Michigan State, so it will be in the Big House of Michigan. Uh, Tennessee Volunteers, previous rank number six. Now they are ranked number three after their uh, uh, win over the then number three Alabama Crimson Tide, 52-49, and play UT Martin this Saturday at noon. So uh, you go up against big number three powerhouse like Alabama the next weekend, you get to go up against a team that you should just be able to shellac. So I would like to see the starters go out there, get a big lead, and maybe third quarter put the the second string in, let your second string get some work so your starters don't get injured, kind of use that as sort of like a semi-bye week in a way for them, and uh, it allows your secondary guys to be able to get some play time and uh, run the offense and, and see what they can do in case, you know, something happens, like losing your number one receiver, Cedric Tillman. Jalen Hollett's, you know, the number one receiver with five touchdowns against Alabama. So. Good point, good point. We'll see uh, how they do this weekend. Hopefully it's not one of those trap games as uh, they take on the Kentucky Wildcats a week from that game. Uh, number two, Ohio State had a bye last week. They stay number two and play Iowa this Saturday at noon. Um, and then number one, Georgia stays number one. They had a 55-0 to win versus Vanderbilt. Their next game is against Florida 
uh, not this Saturday, but the Saturday after as they have a bye week this week. So Georgia goes home and uh, rests for the week at number one and will probably end up keeping that position unless uh, something drastic happens. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, Big week for college football. You had a lot of top teams in the top 25 playing against each other. Um, Obviously, one of the biggest things to talk about was that Tennessee-Alabama game. Uh, Not just because, you know, I'm a big UT fan, not because I'm a big Vols fan, not because we live around in this area, but, you know, nationally it was uh, the most watched game, uh, not just this past weekend, but all season. Um, It was... uh, Watched by almost, uh, on average, a million viewers at once. Uh, extra than any other game this season. Had 11 million viewers at one point in time. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was just a big game. And it lived up to the hype, man. I think the third Saturday in October lived up to the hype. It actually was the third Saturday. Sometimes they moved the game around throughout the seasons on the schedule. But it actually was the third Saturday in October. Um you had a nail-biter of a game. You had two teams who were going back and forth. If you didn't like defense, then, you know, great because you had an offensive game. If you did like defense, it made you sick to your stomach because of all the points that were scored. And, uh, you know, it came down to, to just field goals. Came down to just field goals at, there at the end. You know, who could make theirs at the end of the game? And uh, Tennessee made theirs, and not only did they beat Alabama, they... They made sure that everyone knew they beat Alabama. <laughs> everyone rushing the field and taking the goalposts down and ripping the turf off the ground and selling it on eBay now and everything. I mean, it was just it was a massive event. So oh, you loved it. Oh, dude, yeah, of course I did. I told you, man, I was jumping up and down, screaming with my son, "Go, we did it, we did it!" Yeah, that that was like, dude, it was awesome. When when that dude uh, for Alabama Hecker. And he ended up missing the uh, field goal on his side. Dude, I, I went to go and grab my son and go, he missed it! And I poked him in the eye. And he's like, ah, my eye! I was like, I'm sorry, but he missed it! Oh, my God. Dude, it was nuts. I had to go out and go buy me a uh, a cigar to celebrate. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, I had to go get me one. That's crazy. It was nice. It was nice being able to have a victory cigar after the Tennessee-Alabama game. And another great thing was that they played Dixieland Delight. Alabama's song, yeah. Wow. Well, it's a song about Tennessee, and then they changed the lyrics to it, you know, to represent Alabama. That's a song by a group called Alabama about Tennessee. But, yeah, it it was awesome. After the game, they started playing that after the fireworks and everything, sending them on their way home, playing Dixieland Delight. Peyton Manning was there smoking cigar on the field in the locker room with everybody. And, God, it was... It's one of those once-in-a-lifetime things you ever get to see if you're a fan of a team, you know? Oh, yeah. When you're a fan of it, yeah. Like, even with uh, Tennessee versus Florida when they did that, I mean, it wasn't even as big as what this was. I mean, it really was that big, and Bama fans can go, oh, well, it's it's sad that, you know, you celebrate our team losing more than you celebrate your team winning. That is the way we're celebrating the win. Mm-hmm. You know, that win was big. I mean, as much as we lost to them, you know, for how many years and – you know, having the game, you know, us with the lead and then it going back and forth and then the fumbled when it happened and then losing the lead and then uh, having to come back by and, and score 10 points unanswered just to win the game. And, that, I mean, you look at it, the field goal was blocked. You look at it, the field goal was blocked. Oh, yeah. Dude had his hand on it. Oh, yeah. That's dude, why it made its, its 
dirty ass kick yeah. spin. Yeah, I noticed that because when he kicked it, it had a perfect spiral after that, mm-hmm. perfect spin. But then you notice it immediately went. Mm-hmm. But it did in midair, so it's kind of weird how it happened. It was that. like he kicked it so hard and it grazed the guy's fingertip. Like if it had got his hand, it had been blocked. It got his fingertips. So he just kicked it so hard that it just it had enough to get over the crossbar. That's crazy. Just enough to win the game. And one of my favorite things about it is seeing uh, the guy that's standing there at the field goal post. It goes through. He raises his hand up to cheer. And then he turns around the pad on the goalpost and undoes it and runs away so no one steals it. Yeah, yeah. He immediately just took the fucking pad away. That was his only job. Yep. Just sit there and be like, hey, when when it's good, take the fuckers off right away. And he immediately just grabbed it. I, I also would like to say I believe UT concession stands probably put up all their ketchup and mustard bottles before the fourth quarter. Because when it was 35-34, I bet people were ready to start throwing shit. Oh, dude, they were ready for it. Like, the whole game was crazy. Even afterwards, you had people throwing the post into the Tennessee River. You had, I mean, and afterwards, aftermath, you have Nick Saban and other fucking players filling out reports of the game, of holding and targeting. And then a buddy of ours, big fat fucker fucking... Damn it, dude. Oh, yeah. Big I'll never lot. go to another game at Neyland ever again. Oh, my okay. God. And I don't I, think they'll miss you. That was the only... Okay, the reason why I always remember the argument between me and him, because I defended you fuckers, and we won. I defended you guys. I there was you like, go. See what happens when you become all ball? Don't say that to me ever again. Don't say that to me ever again. Fucking volunteer. What's your mascot? A fucking dog. <laughs> dog. Before it was fucking Crockett, because he was there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Where? A Spanish thing you said. <laughs> go, go, Vols, good boy. Go, go, big orange. Yeah. The fuck. Go big orange. Is that? But um, I mean that's a, it was an interesting football week for just college and NFL. There was this. It was a good weekend for uh, football. A good weekend for sports. Yep. It was good. And then we have uh, next week. We'll give you guys the uh, next week. Uh, are we, we doing the power rankings next week? Uh, Be, uh, I, I we're waiting until week nine. Week, week nine. Week nine okay. is a half point. Okay. And then uh, we have the finals and MLB finals next week. Mm-hmm. See who wins. World or... Series hopefully uh, set. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be nice. It's gonna be fucking so, nice. We'll, we'll see what happens there and see if we're right and if we're. Watching the Astros play, well, no, we're not. <laughs> exactly, if we're right or not, because uh, that's the only choose, that's the only pick that we have carried on was the Yankees. Yankees, yep. So all since right. the beginning, really. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, but that's pretty much it for this week's episode, man. It's fucking crazy, man. I, I always hate closing this shit out. How do you how do you think I feel opening sometimes? Well, how about we flip? You do a better close. See, see. Yeah. Okay. I don't know who to rem- like. Tell you people to look at. <laughs> to look at. All right. So, um, this is pretty much it for the episode. Uh, make sure you check out my uh, Twitch channel at Searchies2013, and uh, give you guys a little heads up. I'm gonna give you guys a heads up pretty much every week to let you guys know that uh, the first of the year, I will not be on Twitch. I will be going to YouTube because YouTube is um, becoming a better option for me, and um, Twitch is kind of fucking up. That's killing everything and killing all the big streamers and killing the small streamers too. So it's it's about to end soon, hopefully. Um, but um, 
you guys will be seeing me on there and don't forget to check out one of our sponsors dobby if you haven't uh, really figured that out they put out amazing energy drinks out for gaming to help you guys focus and shit so make sure you guys uh pick that shit up and uh chug it down when you're gaming i guess you know <laughs> use our um use our code of kodak rage it'll be in the below it'll be in the link below and um yeah i'm not like i said uh stay cheesy everybody darth is always good fun oh that was awesome man and i'll see you guys next week go big orange guys fucking go hawks go big orange <laughs>